Hey, I'm Robbie Takak, and welcome to Gusto Sessions with Jeff Myers. The idea behind this podcast is simple, to discuss, promote, and celebrate the music, arts, and culture of Western New York. The following episode features Tuesday Night, a talented indie rock duo featuring singer-songwriters Sarah Elizabeth and Courtney Ann. Tuesday Night recently stopped by GCR Audio to record two of their songs live and to have a chat with Buffalo News music critic Jeff Myers. Topics include how a Zoom meeting during quarantine and a shared love of NPR's tiny desk brought the group together, the differences between playing as a duo versus playing with a full band, and their upcoming performance at the Music is Art Festival on September 10th. Sit back and enjoy Gusto Sessions with Jeff Myers as we get to know Tuesday night. This project is super cool. And I'll be honest, I didn't know about it until Brian told me. <laughs> And so I, I listened to the, I guess it's an EP or three songs on mm-hmm. Spotify. Right, I'm like, yeah. This is really cool. <laughs> Thanks, and it's, you. And it's different. You guys obviously do a lot of other things as well. Mm-hmm. But I like the concept behind it and wondered if we could talk a little bit about that, like how these, how this uh, kind of quarantine hang turned into this project. I think, you know, like everybody, obviously we're still dealing with COVID right now, but- yeah. During, like, the six months to a year when we were all just doing, like, nothing, I think we were just kind of, like, looking for something different and, like, had time to reflect on stuff that we really wanted to do musically, yeah. I guess. But we met in Music is Art open mic Zoom oh, cool. on Zoom and uh, just found a lot of similarities musically and otherwise and just started jamming basically from there. And then on Tuesday nights, so yeah. that's the name. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's kind of where it started. Yeah, it was cool. There were, like she said, some virtual events, like uh, op- virtual open mic and music yeah. arts, uh, virtual songwriter night, and that stuff stayed pretty consistent throughout the pandemic, which mm-hmm. was really cool that everybody had that, just tie everything together and keep our chops up and keep connecting with people while we were all in isolation. And, you know, we were both doing these things like every week together and just started chatting outside of them and swapping songs and TV shows. And as soon as we felt more comfortable, started actually hanging out in person. And for a while, yeah. we were like in a little bubble, our little pandemic bubble, and just started hanging out and jamming and started watching uh, a lot of NPR Tiny Desks together. <laughs> We'd get together and call it Tiny Desk Tuesdays because um, that just happened to be our free day, but it always became a thing, like Tiny Desk Tuesday. And so then we're like, let's do this for real now that we can re-enter the world. Um, and when looking for a band name, the Tuesday thing just Perfect. stuck out. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of Tiny Desk content, let's talk about that a little bit, because that's been such a cool thing for a long time, obviously. But Definitely. Um, I'd love to know, you know if there are any particular shows that blew you away and that like the first time i ever heard like tank and the bangers was on there so many people now Mm -hmm. it really has become kind of cool alternative way of learning about a band you know right like a lot of people's first time seeing them like ones that we watched probably on repeat were like the death cab one yeah um the one where it's just piano and bass yeah yeah (laughs) so stripped down Mm -hmm. and different right Of course, like Phoebe Bridgers, Tiny Desk from like 2017, I think, um, when she was like first getting started. Yeah. And then the uh, Better Oblivion Community Center one. Right. With Connor Oberst. Yes. Oh, yeah. 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 Was there something about the somewhat stripped down and like really intimate nature of that that you guys want to kind of translate into your 
writing into your Definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, we started just playing acoustically, like, live and everything, and then built it out into, like, a full band with, like, electric guitars and everything like that. But definitely, like, the intimacy of just, like, you know, like, two people in a room or, like, on a stage or whatever. And in just, the like, vocal blend. Yeah, and the harmonies and everything. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah, the vocal blend. a lot of space for that. Super important to us. Like, that was really what kind of got us going on this. Like, when we started just jamming and singing in our cars and whatever like it's rare to find somebody that you can sing with that easily like we never had to try and people ask us like oh how much how long does it take you to like write those harmony parts (laughs) how much time do you spend practicing harmony you're like yeah we don't at all it was that natural at all like we we still don't like we just we spend a lot of time writing working on our tone and like our guitar tone and arrangements and everything but right that was the one thing that came like easily You're lucky. That's awesome. (laughs) I feel lucky. Performing live from Studio A at GCR Audio, here's Tuesday Night with their tune, Sea Song.
So have you, you've gigged live with a full band. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So tell me about, you know, taking it out of the sort of, you know, quarantine or, you know, working in the bubble, taking it to the stage. Um, Did it grow? Did it change? Obviously the energy is different when you have a drummer behind you always. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, when we switch to electric guitars, it gives us a little bit more space to play around with our effects and everything. Um, So it's fun, but I think it came together so easily because our, like our first call drummer and bassist are both from previous projects of ours. Um, our right. drummer, our first call drummer, uh, James Kukin, um, Courtney worked with for years. Yeah. Um, right. And uh, Tom Varco is our yeah. bassist, um, who's from Tortoise Forest, but also played bass awesome, for me for way. eight years. Shout so, out like, to Tortoise Forest. Too. I know. We just were lucky to find these guys that we were already comfortable with yeah. and yeah. are just monster players. So It's just funny, like thinking back when I was talking to James, who plays with Johnny Hart and the Mess, yeah. just like super hard rock. Yeah, like, totally different thing. Right, like didn't even think that he would be interested in like wanting to do something like this, and he was just totally on board. Like, yeah, like put me in, like let's do this. <laughs> it's kind of a Buffalo thing too. Like I know. People, at least, you know, maybe not everyone, but so many of the musicians I know are, right. their taste is so broad. Mm-hmm. For sure. And like, it's great because our skill set around here is pretty deep, you know? I know. It's not I'm just discovering one thing. that more and more every day. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Just how versatile so many musicians are here. Yeah. It's cool. And mm. I think coming out of the pandemic, everybody had that moment to reflect and realize that they, on the other side of this, didn't want to just keep doing the same thing right. that we've all been doing for years. And they want to take that opportunity now to keep exploring their sound. Yeah. It's a really good point because, I mean, I was calling it like getting off the treadmill, you know. (laughs) I didn't realize from the time I was 15 up until, you know, what, um, April of 2020 or whatever, (laughs) I'd never gone that long without a gig. Right. Yeah. You know, we're talking like over 30 years. Yeah. So it was weird, but it did, you know, getting off the treadmill, you start to realize, wow, it's really moving Maybe filling in the calendar dates with things I didn't have to do that didn't help me grow as an artist and maybe took me away from my family or whatever. Right. And and it was a good time to reassess, you know. For sure. And a good time to be grateful in the midst of a really terrible situation. Yeah. Like because it, because we took that time to reflect and sit in front of our computer screens and like, yeah. you know, we wouldn't, if we hadn't taken that time to just stop gigging and stop drilling the projects we were already on, you know, that was an opportunity that I'm grateful for that we had in the midst of a terrible situation. Yeah. I mean, a but, horrible thing. And we, yeah. we, we don't, you know, uh, uh, we can't de-emphasize that, but there, I'm glad no, there's some yeah. silver lining, you know. <laughs> Performing live off the floor from GCR Audio, here's Tuesday Night with their song, Following After Me.
Let's talk about music is art a little bit. You guys are playing the festival. Yes. Um, I think we all know that, you know, what this means to Buffalo. Um, but I'd love to hear it from you guys in your own words. Like, what does it mean to you? And what do you think it means to the city? I mean, it means a lot to me. I mean, I've been attending it long before I was even in a band. And, like, just so amazing how broad it's been every year. It's free. Like, you can just walk in. You see so much in one space. It's like you don't really see that anywhere else. Even, like, other festivals, I feel like, where you have to, like, you know, have a hefty, like, ticket price to, like, see everything. It's just not the same kind of vibe. Um, It's just so, like, freeing. And, like, I always walk away with just a smile on my face. Yeah. Yeah. I attended my first festival uh, on my 13th birthday in the parking lot at the old studio um, and saw... Last Conservative and Cute is What We Aim For. And those are the best. That was a that, great one. Man. Oh, it was so, so much so fun. Good. I was thir- nice. It was on my 13th birthday at that festival. And so that has a lot to do with who you became. At, 100%. Like. Yeah. Those, are, those became the bands as a teenager that I grew up listening to and aiming to be like. Um, so now getting to play a couple sets every year and work on the festival now yeah. it's 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 literally been my whole life that I'm I'm just so grateful for it and and like Courtney said just being able to walk around the festival now and knowing that there are 200 of Buffalo's best bands playing there that day and you can't walk 5 feet without seeing somebody that you've played a show with or somebody that you've always wanted to play a show with um it's just it's just amazing energy Amazing energy and such a community vibe, mm-hmm. you know, right. that's been there. And I think is, you know, has developed. In fact, a lot of our current music community kind of evolved alongside music as art. Mm-hmm. You know? um, yeah, I feel the same way. I have so many experiences at, at, at each year's festival that just felt like there was no agenda other than like, everything here is awesome. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, look, and somebody's like, you know, interpreting and doing live painting while, right. you know, someone does a hip hop set down here. There's indie, you know, someone's playing metal up there. <laughs> right. It's wow. really cool that it doesn't have a strict uh, stylistic agenda, but it's more like a celebration of Buffalo. It really is. Which definitely. is all over the map. And yeah. it's gotten even, even cooler in the last couple of years, I think, since um, that we no longer separate stages by genre right and everything's just a total grab bag like you have all of those things back to back on the same stage so you don't have to nobody gets stuck in their zone of only watching blues or only watching hip-hop all day it's like you gotta if you want to see different stuff you just walk you, you just, just, just walk yeah. 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 <laughs> you've been listening to gusto sessions with jeff myers recorded and mixed at gcr audio by jenna ratowski mike bridges Rich Ells and Mark Hunt. Produced by Brian Federick. Mastered by Brad Lauker. Gusto Sessions theme song by Jeff Myers. Gusto Sessions with Jeff Myers is brought to you by The Buffalo News, Music is Art, and GCR Audio Recording Studios. Please click subscribe for future episodes. I'm Robbie. Thanks for listening. <laughs>